So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And wow, it has been a cool couple of weeks here in the Deep Clean community. We are making a bunch of changes to our uh, our program and our offering, um, adding a few, um, just a few different layers of coaching. And so we've been busy with that. We're rolling that out. It's been lots of fun. I had the privilege of interviewing on CTV recently. Uh, CTV is probably one of the biggest Canadian networks. There's really three major networks in Canada and they, they would be uh, probably top two. And, um, and I was on their national program sharing about porn addiction, sharing about the last relapse. So that's been super fun. And it's crazy. You know, I, I went into a church for the first time in about seven months, our, our church here in, in Canada, you know, after living in Jamaica during the winter. And lots has happened in these six months, you know, between just releasing the book and everything else. And so I was in the lobby. I had honestly, I'd taken three steps in probably, and someone had run up to me and they said, "Oh, uh, they said, you know, you're the guy from da da da." And she pulls up his her phone and she had this WhatsApp thread with somebody, and she was Brazilian, and she said, "I don't know if you know this, but one of your interviews um, was actually transcribed uh, or translated into um, into Portuguese and posted on you know a very prominent Christian Brazilian." news website and so she was showing me the link and she was saying your story is amazing and da 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 and uh just amazing really cool and i i think you might hear that story and think differently of me like oh i'm some sort of celebrity that was just a one-off that doesn't happen everywhere i go um so i'm not not a celebrity by any means somebody called me that on social media the other day um and that was weird because it's just completely inaccurate but um that is to say you know to, just to think of where the message has gone is amazing. People are resonating with it, both inside the church and outside, and I'm super grateful. And I'm really grateful for you. Uh, my my assistant and I, who uh, my assistant is amazing. She she does way more than just you know emails and scheduling. She edits this podcast. She manages the podcast actually, and um, and she manages a whole bunch of other things in my life. And we were just talking today and and just reflecting on how crazy it is that you guys listen to this and uh, and how fortunate we are to to just have some sort of influence in your life. And, you know, the stories that do come in of people who are, you know, just applying some of the simple things that we talk about here, just taking one practical step and the difference it's making is really powerful. And so I hope if you're listening today that you're one of those people, I hope you'll, you'll take what we talk about and you'll really apply it to your life. Um, because if you do, you're going to see some change. You you will see some improvements. You'll see some developments. And you'll be very glad you did. And it costs you nothing. It costs you, you know, 10, 15 minutes of your time. And um, and the, the reward and payoff is infinitely more on the other end. So anyway, all that is to say, I'm just in a happy mood. I am very grateful. And I want to thank all of you guys for your support of this podcast and for tuning in today. I've had a very similar conversation with multiple people in the last, I don't know, two weeks. And when I see trends and patterns that are appearing in my clients, then I take note. And I think about how can I convey this to a larger audience? Because I know that if they're thinking about it, if they're going through it, then you guys probably are too, to some extent. And the whole 
subject today is around standards. Excuse me. It's around standards. So this is really interesting because we all have standards, right? We all have uh, a certain bar that is set for us to, you know, achieve or perform or execute at a certain level. Now, whether this is in your finances, your relationships, your job, your spiritual life, you know, it, it doesn't really matter where you're applying it. The truth is we are governed by standards and some of them are predetermined. They're set by our bosses. As an example, they set KPIs or certain deadlines for projects. Sometimes they're intrinsic. Uh, you know, they're just values that we live by and we expect um, ourselves to be better or to do things to a certain way. A lot of you guys listening to this podcast are are trying to get free of porn, trying to get rid of porn because you have a standard for your life and you know that in that standard, there's actually no room for toxic sexual behavior like viewing pornography. And I respect you for that. I think that's fantastic. So this whole subject matter around standards has been coming up. And I would say uh, with my clients specifically, um, in sort of the routine, rhythm, spiritual practice conversation. So I have one uh, one client who is really uh, passionate about his spiritual life. And to him, I, it's almost like the, the measure of success and quality in his life is always correlated with his, you know, spending time with God and the connection there and how things are. And I think, you know, most people of faith, uh, you can probably relate. I'm, I'm certainly the same way. When I am struggling spiritually, it often will leak into the other areas of my life. And uh, I think uh, this is where uh, like faith-based people especially can really fall into traps because when you have standards that are spiritually oriented, the, the anchor goes a lot deeper. You know, we might have standards for how we perform our work, but we all know that like you may not hit a deadline. We know that some work is probably not going to be to the, the best standard. But with spiritual life, that's so meaningful to a person that it is very rare that people want to compromise in this area because they know it's important and, you know, they don't want to, I don't know, they, they, they want to do justice to God, right? And so this guy was really struggling because he's like, man, I haven't been in the Bible. I'm not spending my time with him and I really need to get back at it. And um, I was telling him, like, what does that mean to get back at it to you? And he was like, well, you know, I'd be uh, probably ideally probably spending an hour, you know, doing this and doing that. But, you know, the guy's just uh, moved recently. He's about to get married in a couple of months. Um, He is contemplating a transition in his job. There's been a death in the family. He has a lot going on. And so we were just talking about this. And and I was saying, like, is this realistic? You know, like, is, is this really feasible for you to be spending an hour with God when you're grieving, when you have all these logistics to sort through? Your job situation is absolutely crazy. Uh, you and your fiance are figuring a bunch of major things out right now while planning a wedding. Like, is that really going to be feasible for you? And it was very clear, like, no. And so the, the question was like, well, what if, what if between now and when you get married, instead of trying to spend an hour every day, you try to spend 15 minutes? Now, that just feels like an abomination. Like, what do you mean? That's a quarter of the time. Like, what is God going to think if he normally gets an hour and I'm only giving him 15 minutes now? What is he going to think? That's actually the right question to ask. What is he going to think? And the the honest truth is he's not going to be fussed one single bit. In fact, if you reduce that down to 15 seconds, he would be just as happy. He would love you just the same. Now, is it going to hinder your spiritual life? No, it's not going to it's not going to impede anything. Does it mean that maybe you don't grow as quickly or as much? Yeah, possibly. I, I, I think, you know, 
somebody who studies the Bible for 15 minutes a day versus an hour a day, there's going to be some differences, right? There's going to be some some differences in development and knowledge and whatever else. But remember, we don't we don't spend time with God to get knowledge. <laughs> That's not what this is about. It's not it's not to be smarter, to become more scholarly in our endeavors. It is to connect with him. It is to cultivate relationship with him. So some seasons that may, might mean you only get 15 minutes to do it. Do it. Just have grace in those hard seasons because it is so much more powerful than either doing it or not doing it. Right? There's a difference between reducing the standard and abandoning the standard altogether. And I think what a lot of people mistakenly do is it's like, oh yeah, it's a busy season. I, I'm not able to get my God time in. I'll pick that back up when things slow down. That is a colossal error. Do not do that. If you're in a hard season and you notice that you may do, you may have to reduce your standards. You know, you may have to make some adjustments for the season. Do not eliminate things, not the important things. Reduce them, that's fine. Make some adjustments, no problem. Do not eliminate it because it takes so much more energy to start something up all over again. So when you when you eliminate something altogether, you have basically made it twice as hard for you to pick it back up again. I'm not saying you won't. I'm just saying that is a poor way to go about it. And if it really matters to you, it's probably better that you keep some element of consistency, even if the quality or the capacity is reduced, than to simply stop and start, stop and start. The people who are the most productive and the most effective long-term in any facet of life are the people who are able to carry out the most important priorities consistently. Now, the way they carry out those priorities will vary depending on the season. And that's what I was trying to explain to this client of mine. I had another another client. Um, he's actually not a client. I have a few people that I mentor, um, you know, guys who just want to learn uh, about business, want to learn about spirituality, and want, uh, you know, to maybe improve in this area as well, like in sexuality and holiness and all that kind of stuff. Uh, A few guys that I mentor and uh, I really enjoy doing it, you know, and the reality is deep clean costs money. This is, this is how I earn my living. And, and so it's different than when you're mentoring people for free. And it, it does something different for my heart in a really good way. Uh, just feels good to be generous, feels good to be able to sow into people and to change their lives that way. I really enjoy it. And so we were talking and he was going through a very similar thing. He um, He's working on building a, a bit of a platform and it's a lot of work and he has a full-time job and he's doing this on the side and he, he was just telling me, you know, I, I am not there yet, but I can tell this is not going to last long term. I'm going to burn out if something doesn't change. And so, you know, we were talking it through and he's basically trying to do two videos per month and... Um, I was just telling him, you know, would you rather do this for another six months, stop and recuperate, or would you rather lower this now, maybe do one video per month, but keep it going, use that extra time that you got to recuperate and chip away at it, and then maybe maybe you have to make some adjustments to how you're doing things so that you can get back to two videos per week or per month or whatever it was, and it's not going to be taxing. And again, we were just making that distinction between abandonment versus reduction. It's one thing to say, I'm, uh, I need a break, I'm going to stop. Um, but again, you've just made it that much harder for you to go back to it later. And you've made it far more likely that you'll never pick it back up again. Um, certainly not to the same extent. Or you can simply reduce it. Keep it present. Again, if it really means something to you. If it doesn't, if you know that this is the season to cut ties, then cut ties. Don't let me stop you. 
But if you know this is important and maybe it's just a little bit too much right now, then just reduce the capacity of it, reduce the intensity of it so that it's not too much, so that it's sustainable. And then when you're out of this season and you have more resources available, you can, you know, punch it back up again. Not a big deal. So we were just talking through this and I, I wanted to just share this with you guys today because I know, uh, you know, I, I have only the finest of listeners. I know you guys are quality people. I know that you have standards for yourself. You have standards for your life. If you didn't, you would not be listening to this podcast. So I know that for a fact. And I want to let you know that sometimes it's okay to reduce your standards. My wife and I are in major transition right now. Uh, We are living in our fourth place in the last six weeks, seven weeks, and we're still not in our house. We're, you know, two weeks out, I think we'll be back in and I cannot wait for that glorious day. But, you know, when I am transitioning, I can do a good week or two of transition and I can keep my habits up, my routines, it's fine. But once I hit three, four weeks, once I'm past a month, my energy is lower. And I can just I can just feel it, you know. It's it's nothing super tangible, but I can just feel the energy is lower. So I usually wake up at five forty five. I spend an hour with God, and then I do about two hours of deep work. I eat breakfast, and then I start my day at nine o'clock. That's that's my typical morning. And I have been waking up at seven. I get probably about twenty to thirty minutes with God, and then about an hour hour and a bit of deep work. And so I've I've basically halved. Those two first things in my day that are priorities. And I think some people are like, oh my gosh, how could you do that? Like, that's your God time. You know, that's your deep work. That's where you get it done, man. But it's like, yeah, but this is like, this is way more about getting stuff done. It's it's about my well-being, right? Like, do I want to show up and spend an hour with God, but like I'm sleepy, I'm not really present, and I'm just doing it because I know I need to hit that hour mark? Or do I want to show up for 20 minutes where I'm fully present I am like completely engaged and getting the most out of it. I would take that 20 minutes any day of the week. So you just have to, again, kind of evaluate and assess like what are the priorities of this season and do I need to make some adjustments to make this sustainable? Um, because what what you don't want to do is, is you don't want to burn out. You don't want to push yourself too hard or too far to the point that it just becomes unsustainable and merciless. You know, the the guy that I'm mentoring, his platform is about helping people improve their mental health. So I was like, does this really make sense that you're trying to build a platform to help people improve their mental health? And in the process, your own mental health is declining. Like, how could this, in, in what world does that make sense? That that's just, that's just not right. Like, you have to be the message. This isn't about you just creating one. You have to be the message. So you need to make some adjustments. And I want to say the same to you. If maybe you've set the bar really high and you're having a hard time hitting it, just evaluate. Like, is is the bar that you've set realistic for the season you're in right now? Do you maybe need to lower it a little bit just for the season, right? Because it's better that you probably lower the bar for a little bit than you abandon that thing altogether and hope that you'll pick it up again later. If it really means something to you, stick with it. Just make an adjustment and it'll get better. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So that's everything for today, guys. I just want to remind you, it is okay sometimes to reduce your standards. Do it carefully. Do it um, considerately. And I would put a deadline on it. So like for me, uh, with my uh, my God time, kind of my morning routine where I've made some adjustments, I'm probably not, realistically, I won't be back into that properly until I'm going to guess mid-May. That's kind of like the, the line I put. Because I move into my place first week and we're going to be just unpacking boxes and 
take me time to set up my office. And, you know, we're still like in our first little chunk of time back here. So we're seeing people. We're a little bit busier than normal, traveling more than normal. So mid-May is kind of my mark where I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going to like kick this back up into my high gear. I can't wait. Uh, I'm a much better person. I'm way more effective when I'm there. But I just have to kind of endure this season and make the most of it in the meantime. And I hope you'll do the exact same. So thanks for listening today, guys. I hope you have an amazing day. It's Sathya Sam out. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.